0: Alright, this week, we're heading north into Canada. Well, at the time that this episode comes out, we were trying to head north into Canada. Um, And no, we're not talking about that. Anyways, this week, we're going to talk about an animal that uh, Canadian police found in the middle of the road. Okay. Um, and no, it was not run over. But a llama did decide that it didn't want to live at the zoo anymore. And it ran away using a highway to get away faster. Um, now, I should emphasize that this llama is still alive. Hmm. Uh, but he, he, here's, here's the kicker. They chased it for 45 minutes. And then tried to capture it. Uh, which, of course, it was safely returned to the zoo. But, Sean, because you are not on here all that much compared to my counterpart... Uh, who is away this week? Um, what? I I, li- I like to think because you 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 do like delivery services. Mm-hmm. What is the funniest thing that you have seen on the road that doesn't belong on the road? Mm. Or maybe just like a handful, if if you can't pick just one.
1: I mean, I could say human beings as. In general, just because I don't think human beings, a lot of them, are meant to be driving on the road. Personally, that's fair.
0: That's fair. So I'd
1: say probably, I'd say probably just that. I mean, I haven't seen any crazy roadkill. I mean, I mean, I guess seeing guts on the side of, like in the middle of the road, isn't something you nor you necessarily should see every day. Like, but County,
0: (laughs) yeah, there's um, guts everywhere.
1: (laughs) But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think i've ever really come across anything that was that crazy other than on the side of the road when you have all those trump supporters who are just you know picketing whatever for no reason like you know that's that's a different kind of crazy i guess
0: now i i have two i have two of them Mm -hmm. Now, one of them comes with a little bit of a story, uh, a little bit of a backstory. And mm-hmm. but the other one, I'm just going to tell you, uh, someone's washing machine was on the side of a highway. I don't know. That's how that unfortunate. Happened. I don't that's know. A that money, right? That's a lot of money. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money right there. Yeah.
0: I'm like a thousand dollars. That's like easily a thousand dollars. It was like fully intact, too. That was the funny part. I'm like, I'm not sure if like they just, just offloaded like they it and just left or something like that. They probably but... like
1: picked it up and it just fell off and they didn't notice, which I I mean, I don't know. I think I'd noticed something like that, but I mean, like then it, again... didn't
0: look, it didn't look like it was shattered at all or anything, but just washing machine on someone the side of the 190.
1: Someone, someone got a free washing machine out of it, probably. Probably, because um, I know if it would have fit in my car, I probably would have taken it home.
0: Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Uh, this one a little bit of a story. Now, for for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that Robert and I like to write shit on each other's cars because it's fucking funny. Yeah. Now it's usually like harmless shit. Now, but we didn't write on this person's car, so someone else did. I'm obviously not taking credit for any of it, but I wish it was me. Um, you know those stickers that uh that are like my other ride is a blank or something like that. Um, sure, yeah. like bumper stickers and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, that's usually like something having to do with like a TV show or something like that. Yeah, um, I I I lost my shit laughing because apparently this person was like a Doctor Who fan because it was like my other ride is a Tardis. Mm. But someone put I don't R- get the ref-
1: e. I don't get the re- I don't get the reference, but sure,
0: someone put an R E in front of Tardis and it and then it's in, in Sharpie and it said my other ride is a retardis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hate that um, word. <laughs> well, you any, know, shit like that happens. Shit like that happens. And then we talk about it, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, this was also on a fucking vibe. On a, a Pontiac vibe. So, I I, I mean, there's that. <laughs> mm, yeah. But, <laughs> um, anyways. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I what I would want to know with this is like it, like yes, the llama escaped the zoo. How? I mean, honestly, you hear so many
1: stories of animals escaping from zoos, or at least their pens. At this point, that honestly, I don't even really question it because I mean, animals are not dumb, like animals are intelligent, mm-hmm. probably more intelligent than we are. We just speak and have thumbs, but but like a subconscious they, they probably, they're yeah. in those cages, like they're studying they're I mean, they don't have anything else to do. They're just in these cages or pens, whatever. So like they're studying like they know like. They probably figure out stuff pretty easily, especially, like, just how to escape, especially if there's just easy access, like, honestly, zoos, I mean, I have nothing really against zoos, I mean, sorry, I'm not, like, I love animals, and they probably shouldn't be held in captivity, but I, like, going to a zoo here and there, like, they're nice, it's nice seeing these animals, but, like, they're not meant to hold, these aren't meant to hold animals, like, animals are, honestly, I think
0: too sp- too smart for zoos so my, my thing with zoos is like yes I I, I I do think that it's not great that you keep animals and pens their entire lives but yeah, in, like it's if you like read more into it there are I don't want to say more opportunity because that's a I'd say animals in zoos um, do get
1: the best possible care they can. for they have that the best chance of, of, uh, it, best
0: chance of survival.
1: It's not even the best chance for survival, but they just get the best care possible because I mean, it's to be a zookeeper. It's not like just applying for it like any other job. Like there's tons of training you go through, like in schooling to even like have a job like that. So they get right. the best care possible, and like the people, like it's not. Like in a like a sort like the old stories of like the surface, like how animals are abused like i don't I don't think animals in zoos are abused in any way, shape or form, and for the most part, I'm sure there are instances where that has happened. I'm sure there's instances where it still happens, but I feel most zoos and most zookeepers are like we care about these animals, we want them to live, and all that so
0: I think it's more like, you need to, like, understand what that is, like, having... Like, you go there, you take it with, like, a grain of salt kind of thing. Is like, you, yeah. like, realistically, the animals that you see, like, in a zoo, like, even just, like, the, the zoo, like, the buffaloes or whatever. Yeah. Most of those animals that you see in there, if they weren't in that zoo, you'd probably never see them.
1: I do agree, because, I mean, there are instances where I think animals being held in zoos have actually been able to get animals out of the endangered zone, whatever you want to call it, because, I mean, of I mean, just look at it. Like, deforestation's a thing. Poaching's a thing. Like, zoos, in a way, could be saving animals' lives and could be helping, because there is even, like, I don't have specific stories off the top of my head where like say animals are born in zoos but then they are like brought back to the wild or brought to like a like a reserve or something that's like not a zoo, but they have they have like more like they're probably still in cages, but they're more wide open spaces than like a zoo would be. So yeah. I don't, I don't think there's really much else I can say on, like, zoos in general. Like, I think I got my point across there.
0: Like, the, like this is going to be my last point. I've watched a, I mean, it is a Disney thing, but they had on, like, National Geographic. It was, like, the, uh, I think it's a show called, like, The Animal Kingdom or something like that. Yeah, And it's, like, you go behind the scenes of, like, their... Daily thing, and you follow a handful of animals. I think there's like three seasons, and you follow like a handful of different animals each season of like their normal shit that they go through and like their training process and stuff like that. Yeah. Not like they have like free reign of where they are, but like they're getting, they're being trained for uh, what they're doing. They're doing research for larger organizations they provide large amounts of funding for like have like habitat preservation and stuff like that uh it mainly education um mm-hmm. like all, all of that kind of stuff that like, yes, you go there, you don't even think about because, ooh, look, there's a giraffe. But... Yeah. Like, I... I've, I wasn't, like, a huge, like... N- not like I'm going to say, like, I was a huge animal person. I, I, Were they cool? Yeah. But, like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I want to be a fucking geologist. But... Yeah, exactly. W- well, like, watching that like you get like some kind of like respect for what these people have devoted their lives to oh yeah because i mean at the
1: end of the day these are also wild animals too it's not like a domesticated like dog or cats or even like you know not a python pythons really should be pets but but like these are wild animals like they're not really even meant to be around humans in general. In fact, they probably shouldn't be. That's what is what is causing a lot of them to be endangered. Like, right. it, humanity. Like, if it, if it wasn't for us, all these animals would be ruined the world. Basically. But there are so many people out there who are really, really dedicating their lives to, like, keep these animals around because this is their planet just as much as it is our planet, too. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying we need to now, like, in a bunch of residential areas, have a bunch of lions running around or anything like that, but...
0: Because little Timmy's not coming home, if like, that's the like case. Like...
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <Right>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but like we do want to keep these animals around because they've been around for, I mean, as long as anyone can remember, and we want to keep it that way, too. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. All right. So on that somber note, <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to Meanwhile... Sean is considered the sideline reporter, so normally he pops in from time to time. But yeah, I think I think it's been a while. So uh, probably like a month. Probably like a month. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, how the hell are you? Uh, well, you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, when this is recorded, friends, uh Thanksgiving is tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Uh i mean i'm okay two weeks later i finished yeah true uh finished the show a couple weeks ago from when we're recording this uh working i mean i don't know i guess that's about it not really anything to really no real new life updates or anything like that
0: how'd the uh how'd the show go Uh, it went much better than I thought it was
1: gonna go, I will say that. Um, it wasn't perfect by any means, but, I mean, nothing's perfect, let's be honest. Uh, so I mean, I don't know, (laughs) (laughs)
0: know,
1: it it was just like playing any other role, honestly, for me. Yeah, I think the the only hard part for me for that was just getting the Irish accent down for it. (laughs) Um wasn't perfect by any means, but I did my job. No one called me out on it. No one said, that's not an Irish accent, or no one was like, you you suck at an Irish accent, so
0: i would love if take there that. was, like, an Irish person there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'd like to see them do an American accent, though. Although, to be fair, for them, American, for anybody who's not American, I think American accent's actually, like, one of the easier, like, accents to, like, do and learn and stuff. I mean maybe it is isn't I don't know. I know I know English is one of the hardest languages to learn, but I think to do the accent, I don't I don't think people struggle with it too much. Yeah. Well, Irish is one of the like harder ones to pick up.
0: Because it's so it,
1: specific.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is the Irish accents are very specific because if you do it a little too much, it sounds British. If you do it Exactly, too, yeah. If you do it too little, it sounds Scottish so yeah. it's got to be just I enough. think getting
1: I think getting away if it sounded more Scottish that's a little more forgivable uh, if it sounds British then it is just clearly British I think some people could maybe get the Scottish one confused so I think some people might like get away with that a little bit I mean obviously if, if you're doing British that's very clear and also like there's many different Version like the English accent, like British accent. There's many different versions of an Irish accent, depending like where in Ireland you're from. Basically, kind of like in America, like there's many different American accents depending where you're from, like Boston, New York, Buffalo accent. Like, but dude, for that Buffalo matters. accent is a whole fucking accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a thing. I've been told many times that I sound very Buffalo, which. I mean, I'm from Buffalo, so that makes sense.
0: So I think my favorite thing was being told that it's like, You sound very buffalo. It's like where are you from? He's like That's not important. I'm like then <laughs> what makes me sound Buffalo if you <laughs> Exactly. So I
1: mean, I don't know. It was, it was fun. I, I luckily I have a, I had a great dialect coach that helped me with it, um, that I've worked with in the past on shows, so she really Tried to get me to where I needed to be, and again wasn't perfect by any means. But I was told it the accent got better as I got more comfortable with it. Um. So yeah, I mean that's all that's really going on in my life. There's really nothing to report here. Just living
0: life. Uh, I feel like I probably shouldn't ask you, but uh, how are the Sabers doing? <laughs>
1: okay, end the segment.
0: <laughs> all right. I'm going to keep the segment going, but you only need to answer in one word. That question? Just just one word.
1: And that's my word, and just end it. Okay, because
0: I would have chosen a different word. Um Send it. Enough. Ass. Ass. <laughs> That, that, that would be my work. I don't wanna
1: talk about it. I don't wanna talk about it. It's gonna make me mad. All
0: right. Um see what else is new with Sean? Um How how's uh shipped going? I I think it's been like four months since we got a shipped update. Fine. It's it's work. It's work. Uh, I don't. I don't have. I really don't have
1: any updates on that. It's with work. It's it's work.
0: He, have you gotten like anything like ridiculous?
1: No, nah, nothing. Nothing that I haven't like already talked about.
0: No. It, basically the same
1: thing. It, it's it's all. It, I haven't gotten anything too crazy in a while that I haven't already seen before. So mm. I kind of just become numb to it.
0: That's fair. All right. So what the heck? We're going to move on to overrated or underrated. game where our opinion does matter and yours does not this is overrated or underrated so Sean our first one I think is kind of a good one for both of us because you have recently graduated from NU Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still in college so overrated or underrated college dining hall food
1: I'm only going to say overrated just because of the cost the meal plan is okay like t- dining hall food in general I mean sometimes it can be really bad don't get me wrong I've had when I did dorm I mean not even just the dorm like even like other the other dining halls like Sometimes the food could be really, really, bad. Don't get me wrong. But there are times when it is really good. But at the same time, it's like the cut cost... I mean, if you dorm, then your meal plan's free. So whatever. But if you don't and you got to buy a meal plan, it's honestly not, I don't think, worth the price that it ends up being. Like, you're better off either just bringing something from home or going to one of the dining halls where you're just paying for the food right then and there. And it, it's cooked differently. It's not like a buffet. It's just like, you go up to, like, any normal fast food joint kind of thing. So I, I'd say overrated just for that. But, I mean, dining hall food, depending on what it is, is not it's not the worst. I mean, you just got to, like, be observant of the food. Um, I would just say usually chicken is never something you should try. Because very rarely will it be good. But some other stuff like honestly like french fries are usually pretty good uh pizza is usually fine fruits and veggies are usually fine um i mean breakfast stuff like a you can make your own like if there's a waffle maker you could do that yourself there's usually cereal like usually stuff like that is fine it's just usually i think when it comes to like meat products you just got to be a little careful and a little cautious but then again sometimes it's also fine and there's no worry
0: um, I'm gonna say overrated for kind of a different reason. Um I have been both to N trip and UB. Now, UB has many faults when it comes to this, because UB's food, just in general, is ass. Now, <laughs> um if if anyone that listens to this and goes to UB, you just know. It, it's just a common thing. Um, there, There is a very, very minimal list of things that are good from that dining hall. And I think out of like the 10 options that they have, three of them are good. And all three of them mm-hmm. normally come in packages. Which really says something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. In terms of end trips food, now, Sean, end N-trip,
1: trips food was usually just made on the spot.
0: And it still is.
1: Yeah. So, like, uh, they'd have like pizza sitting out, but usually, like just wait for it to be made because they remade the stuff pretty fast. So, like usually, just wait for it to be made or like stuff like that. Like, end trips food, I never really had an issue with
0: since you've left n trip's dining hall has moved upstairs um, i think you showed i think you showed me that once i want to say
1: someone did well, i think i was, was there me. someone did I, I don't remember but like like i i think i have seen that it has moved it's moved
0: upstairs so, and you yeah. walk in and there's like a like like the grill area and then like you move over and there's like soup and pizza and like Salads and stuff like that, and then there's like the coolers, and like, like it's all sorted out pretty well. Um, it's all not everything is made to order, obviously, but like I, I usually a safe bet for them chicken finger sub, safe bet there. Um, th- those are usually like. The chicken fingers they just heat up, but like the the rest of it, like you can watch them put it all together, and it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but usually like the the fruit and stuff like that, that's always a a good bet also. So, in terms of like the food that I've had from both places, one of them is definitely better than the other. But in terms of food that I would actually, like, eat on a daily basis, it's both ass I Um, mean, yeah. I
1: mean, unless you dorm, I I wouldn't eat dining hall food on a daily basis. Like, just bring your own lunch. Honestly, even when I dormed, I'd still grocery shop for myself. And, like, I would, like, make sandwiches. At least, like, make sandwiches, have a bowl of cereal. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh-huh. and then, like, if I'm like, okay, like, maybe there's like an actual meal I could eat down there, like, I'll go down, like, see what there is, and then, and then I would just bring the food back to my dorm, so because like they give you takeout containers
0: usually, so sometimes, uh, yeah. All right, next one, overrated or underrated? Now we are recording this the day before Thanksgiving, um, so overrated or underrated? Black Friday
1: overrated only because now online shopping is such a big thing that I feel like Black Friday never used to be like this big event that it used to be. Like, you would know, always see... Which, I mean, it still does happen. Like, people just go into these stores at, like, 2 in the morning, like, 4 in the morning, like, the day after Thanksgiving. Just gotta get the best deals. And now there's just, like, you get online shop, there's Cyber Monday. Like, I, I feel like just... Black Friday in itself is now just kind of like a fad. Like it, it I feel like because and I usually like worked on Black Fridays and I've gone when I'm working like all these stores. I feel like this isn't as busy as like you think. It's just it's busy for a day just because like it's like a normal Saturday because everybody's usually off. But like, it's not really. I don't know. It's overrated because I don't think it's really that big of a thing anymore.
0: Um, I'm gonna say it's overrated. Um I it's also never just really... it's
1: also just stupid. It's I... Like there's going to be deals going on throughout Christmas. It's not just that one day in particular. There's going to be deals going on throughout Christmas like
0: I never really was a part of the Black Friday crowd. We we never did it cuz we uh we would wait to watch like the Thanksgiving Day parade on uh on the Friday after cuz we would yeah. all let, we I would forgot all I forgot
1: Thank you for reminding me about the parade. I actually might watch that in the morning. Yeah. Now. Thank you. I forgot. Um, I f- totally forget about the parade every year. Then yeah. I just wake up and it's on. I'm like, oh yeah, the parade.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, we usually record it and then watch it on uh on Friday morning with uh breakfast for uh dessert for breakfast, uh which is usually pie and stuff like that, um, and we watch the parade. That's usually our tradition for the Friday after Thanksgiving yeah but, I,
1: i've probably gone actual black like as a kid black friday shopping probably it was like I, three times as a kid it was just something my family never really did
0: um but i'm gonna say either way it is overrated because i will do all of my christmas shopping two weeks before christmas
1: and, i am getting my family tickets to an event that is mainly their Christmas gift and they'll get like all like maybe another small ish thing that I can just get like next week or something when I have the day off or something like it's I'm not too worried about Christmas this year and the thing I'm getting them I think between the tickets I'm getting them and myself and then the small thing they'll get I'll probably spend maybe 50 bucks each on everybody which is a Like too bad. It it might not even be fifty, so that's not anything like too bad.
0: I usually spend like usually for birthdays, I'll do maybe like thirty to forty on someone.
1: I'm the worst with birthdays. I get a you get a card for me usually, and that's half the time mainly because I forget. I'll be
0: I mean half the time with at least my friends for like my birthday, I'm happy if they fucking just text me once.
1: I Um, never expect a a a birthday gift from my friends. I never ask my friends to give me a birthday gift. As long as they text me, fine. Like whatever. And even if you even if you got the day forgot the day off and you texted me like a week later, like thank you, I appreciate it. I'm not gonna be mad at you because you know what I do the same thing.
0: Um, but like for Christmas, maybe I'll do like fifty or sixty. Yeah, depending, depending on how nice it is, but like. Yeah, something like that because it because it's Christmas. Like it's not. Yeah, I mean a birthday is something it's, a little bit more special. Like it's something like that. Yeah, like,
1: I mean, you think a birthday would be more special because it is just a day for you, but at the same time, like Christmas, is Christmas. Christmas or yeah. the heart, Christmas. Yeah, usually.
0: Um. All right. Okay. okay next, next one. Overrated or underrated. Uh, people who think they look cool, <sighs> overrated. I guess it's stupid. I don't
1: really have any more to elaborate on that. It's stupid.
0: These people, like my my favorite thing is like, uh, like they come in looking like fucking hot shots and they have an IQ of about seven. Uh, they, uh, it's so overrated. Um, Sean, I I already know your answer for the next one, and it's uh, overrated or underrated? Patriots fans
1: horribly overrated. They're the worst. <laughs> They're the worst fan base ever. Take your Eagles fans. Take your Browns fans. Take your Cowboys fans. So the Cowboys may be close, but Patriots fans all the way. So Patriots
0: fans mm, are the worst. Even fans even for you.
1: Steelers Steelers are close too because the Steelers fans are just spoiled. I mean, Patriots fans are spoiled too, but they're just obnoxious. They're just holding on to the Tom Brady Super Bowls, which I'm not taking those away from them. But I'm just saying, like that those happen now, they're gone, and now you are where you are. You deserve every bad thing that happens to your team. You guys are going to suck for a really long time. I think as long as Bill Belichick is still the coach there, they're going to suck. We can make this into a whole sports podcast, and I could literally give you like a half hour on the Patriots. But they're not good. The fans don't want to believe that. They, they, may, they might have, but... They're just going to hold on the past glories and it's just like, whatever. You guys suck now and you're going to be the joke of the NFL for years to come.
0: Um, overrated, but I don't think the Patriots fans are the worst fans. Um, I...
1: Now, see, there's worse in different ways. If you're going to go like hostile fan bases, then yeah, obviously you got like the Eagles for sure, like. I want to say Patriots fans are necessarily hostile. It's just more they—they they just have no gripe to really say anything anymore, I mean, other than bring up the past, which no one cares about. I mean, that, everyone knows my, it was top Brady.
0: Because my personal most hated fan base is the Chiefs. Um,
1: I—I I, honestly, I don't really have gripes with anything about the chiefs i i think they deserve all the success and all the good talk they get like i don't i don't really care i i've never really come across chiefs fans that are that annoying I, even when the bills face them and then there's the whole crossover like on twitter and stuff i, I never really get that annoyed with the chiefs fans it, it's literally most other like patriots eagle eh, browns big bangles fans like it's mainly those like the chiefs are kind of just like whatever
0: uh my my main argument with this is now, yes, that bills did lose to the Broncos in one of the most pathetic ways on the planet um yeah, yeah, but so did Kansas City Kansas and city's i think loss is even worse Kansas City is worse uh because they're leading the a f c just cause at least uh-huh. the
1: Bills got a few touchdowns on them. I'm not saying it was great, but they at least got a few touchdowns on them.
0: Um
1: at least And I get like the Chiefs beat them once in the this year and then they lost the other time, but like still, come on.
0: But like my my thing with like Chiefs fans is this, it's like, yes, they have won a Super Bowl. Yes, they've gone to multiple Super Bowls. Here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is not Jesus's second coming.
1: Yeah, I mean he's just a quarterback at the end of the day. Like exactly. he can't <laughs> carry. He could carry your team. I mean Josh Allen puts the Bills on his back. Like these top tier QBs can carry your team, but it's not gonna be every game
0: because which they can't think,
1: just do it all every game.
0: Which I think, in general, is pathetic if that is how you're going to run your team, I think it's pathetic.
1: I agree. And that's how I feel like the Bills have like tried. Well, they have digs. So I guess (laughs) not all Allen,
0: but just those two.
1: But yeah, like, I mean, the, the chiefs, I mean, Mahomes has Kelsey. So it's not like it's just him, but like, you need to give your QBs weapons. Basically is the thing. You need to give your QBs. You need to give your quarterbacks weapons.
0: I was one of the rogues. That uh, said, that I'm okay with uh, Ken Dorsey staying. I'm okay with it. I was so happy when they when he got fired. I, I was My okay God. with it. But the one that I want the one that I wanted to have fired was the wide receivers coach.
1: No, it, it, to me, it all came down to the offensive coordinator. I mean, our receivers. I mean, Diggs is good. Shakir's coming on, and our, our other receivers. I think everyone knew what those receivers were. Everyone knows that Gabe Davis isn't really all that great of a number two receiver. Everyone kind of knows Hardy's not a consistent receiver.
0: They're slowly, they're slowly getting better. Yes. But like, don't like getting up to that point, at least for like those, I think like three games or something like that. There had to be somebody open. But what I think that also covers them not open. I, I, I think this also,
1: this doesn't really come to the wide receivers code. I mean, it does probably a little bit, but I think it also comes to the offensive coordinator scheming these guys open because it's his play. Cause the wide receivers coach isn't calling the plays like he's just there to coach the receivers, which getting open isn't necessarily like something you could coach. It's just something a player either has like they either have the ability to get open or they just don't. No, or the play like... the the play that the offensive coordinator is scheming and calling is schemed to get them open and if they're not getting open then then they're just not good at that or the offensive coordinator is just not good at his job so like can, at can the end just... of the day like I don't think firing a position coach would really necessarily do anything when I think the bigger issue is the offense in general the whole offense just looks broken well, look just broken beyond belief And, like, Allen's – I mean, yeah, I mean, Allen's throwing picks. Like, yeah, that's also on him. But at the same time, the plays he's throwing them on, it's like, why are you calling those plays? Like, they're not good plays. Like, what are you doing? Like, give him plays that are, like, actually going to, like, lead to success. Like, we saw against the Jets this past week, like, they're using the middle of the field, which with Dorsey, I just feel like it just was, like, non-existent, And, like I, it, to me, it all came down to the offensive coordinator just wasn't good at his job.
0: I have one more comment, and I'm gonna leave it there. Um, but my my personal opinion is that, like, if if you are making a scheme for that week. Mm-hmm. It's, wouldn't it make sense to like include like your various position coaches in that to help coach the best possible outcome for that scheme? Like, I, you, you you could call the scheme not, whatever you want. I mean, but, you're like, not It wrong. comes down to like actually doing it in practice instead of being like, "Oh, that looks good." Be like, "Okay, here's I mean, how you you're beat not, them." You're not wrong, but
1: you got to also think like the guys on the other side of the field on the defense for the other team they're getting paid too. Like their scheme is to take these guys out of it. And sometimes that just works. Like obviously not every coach is going to be, not every defensive coordinator or defensive backs coach, whatever is going to be able to take digs out of the game. Like sometimes they can do a good job on him. Sometimes the most of the time they're just not gonna. And when you have a guy like Gabe Davis, I would say who already has very many limitations to begin with, I think it's very easy to just take him completely out because you just know he's not going to beat you anyways. Because you know he's not going to just beat you one-on-one. Like, if you're going to, like a, say, a curl route, you know he's not really going to do anything to you. So, I, So to me, offensive coordinator like and position coaches can, like, coach them up all they want, are honing in on that, and they know what these guys' limitations are.
0: I feel like, though, it would be up to both of them to build the scheme around the limitations.
1: I mean, the wide receivers coach, uh, the, it's... the scheme building isn't really what they're there to... Like, position coaches, they don't care about... like. I mean, they're, obviously, they're on board with what the offensive coordinator, like wants to do, obviously, or they wouldn't be working necessarily for that offensive coordinator. But their, their job is to make the players the best version of themselves it doesn't really have anything to do with scheme it's just coaching these receivers to just be good wide receivers regardless of scheme it's just like be a good receiver and stuff like that like i don't know all the details that goes into like what the position coaches exactly do in the nfl or anywhere really but they're they're not coaching towards the scheme they're coaching just towards the players abilities So at the end of the day, you just need to get the players that fit your scheme, which that is more offensive coordinator having a scheme that fits his players, that is the head coach and GM bringing in the players that fit that scheme. It doesn't really, to me, come down to a position coach because their their job is to just coach the receivers to be the best receivers they can be, not coach them to fit the scheme. Like, that's the offensive coordinator. (laughs) Offensive coordinator's job.
0: I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. Alright. For the sake of time, we're going to move on um, to our last one. Overrated or underrated? Old TV shows. Oh, underrated. Easily. I'm going to say underrated as well. Um, There's so many, there's so many,
1: I mean, I I myself am a very nostalgic person, so I love, like, all these streaming services having these, all these shows, like Paramount Plus having all these, like, Nickelodeon shows from when we were a kid, Disney Plus having all the Disney Channel shows, or or movies, too, like, I'm, they're very, because honestly, just TV shows nowadays, I think, play too much to the times, Mm -hmm. sadly, whereas shows back then, I mean, they probably did, but not as obviously and probably not as like blatant like they they feel like timeless shows like now everything like in tv shows now everything has a modern day it, there's just too much of like real life in them like it old tv shows i think just had that charm to them where it's not necessarily the timeless thing but they just like they stayed in their universe they didn't necessarily have to poke fun at stuff like going on in the world or anything or even really bring it up i mean they sure could do that and like make a serious topic about it for sure but, but that wasn't their identity whereas i feel shows nowadays they are trying to play to the the, the modern times and it just kind of is just to me sickening
0: in a way um i'm going to say underrated um, because not, not only like, even still, like you were saying with like, all like these old shows on like Disney Channel and Cartoon Network and Oof. Nickelodeon and stuff like that and being on all these streaming services, it's kind of like nostalgia, like you said, like the other day, I, I'm not sure if you watched it growing up. It was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid, like when I was like between the ages of like three and probably eight um bear in the big blue house
1: oh yeah loved bear in the big blue house
0: i was literally watching an episode
1: like the other day <laughs> like, i that? i i literally could watch a full episode and not even like think twice of it and not even think like oh this is just a little kid show he's like no this is like this is a kid show that wasn't like talking down to kids it was just like a kid show
0: no, literally my favorite character in that show was tucker or, or tether but the uh the mouse
1: which one was which one was... okay yeah
0: yeah this, this this mouse is like the most anxiety ridden animal in the entire planet <laughs> like yeah this is back when like kids shows like literally
1: the characters could just be like they didn't have to be pitch perfect like right. they're just like they have personality like kid shows nowadays like all the kids like all the characters are just like
0: goody two
1: shoes or whatever
0: um, i'm trying to run through the list of shows that i used to watch when i was a kid um thomas yeah um super why uh no i don't know that one um it was a pbs thing nobody knows it uh but my mom would put it on and we would just end up asleep after that. So that's what she used to put us to bed. Um just like it was fucking boring. Fair um, enough. Let's see, uh what else? Uh do, 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 do. obviously SpongeBob. Yeah, of course. Adventure time. Mm. Um
1: wasn't a big adventure time person
0: personally. Uh, Courage,
1: oh, yeah, Courage for sure.
0: Uh, now we had, and it still exists, it was a channel called Boomerang.
1: That was basically
0: a Cartoon Network extension, I believe. It it was a Cartoon Network extension that would show like cartoons from like the 80s and 90s.
1: Yeah, I kind of remember Boomerang. I didn't watch it a lot as a kid, but I do remember it. Um,
0: so the Jetsons, um, -hmm. love the Jetsons, uh. Uh Flintstone, scooby doo the Looney yep.
1: um, Tunes. Tunes, The, the yeah, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes are still. The, the Looney Tunes are still hilarious too, by the way. Like the old Looney Tunes stuff still, I think, at I think is funnier than most of the shit you see nowadays, personally. Because the, the Looney Tunes, Tunes are just are have Yeah, the, the old Looney Tunes just had that comic comedy to them. Like I see like on TikTok the other day, I'm watching a clip where Bugs Bunny's literally outsmarting Daffy Duck. Into getting shot by Elmer Fudd, right? <laughs> like, hit, uh, Bugs Bunny basically outsmarts Daffy Duck and Daffy Duck gets shot by Elmer Fudd twice, and it's just like, I, I commented on the TikTok, like nobody can outsmart Bugs Bunny. Um, but like, Bugs Bunny will get you any day, anytime.
0: time. Uh, oh, um, Wile Coyote. There was a Looney runner. Tune. Yeah, they were, they uh, were basically
1: Looney like, Tunes. I, I, I considered them Looney Tune. I had their own thing, too, but they were mostly in the Looney Tunes as well.
0: Um, there was a show. It was one of my favorites. It was on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m., so I would wake up to watch it. Then again, at that time, I also played baseball at 10, so I had to be up anyway. But it was a show called Wacky Races.
1: I don't know it. I, I think um, I've heard of it, but I, I don't know uh,
0: So basically, it's like these these nine people who drive the most random fucking vehicles in a race. Now, obviously, there's eight good guys and a bad guy. Uh, and the bad guy's name was Dick Dastardly. And with his pal, Muttley. Now, Muttley was one of the most useless dogs on the planet. Uh, because he would just watch Dick Dastardly fail and then just laugh, um, and then Dick Dastardly would be so far out of the race, um, but it was it was supposed to be goofy. It was like a kids cartoon. Um, mm. let's see what else. Um, uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I
1: sort of remember it, but not, I didn't really watch it. Um, I think I think we get the point with all the shows. Like, trust me, I watch a lot of those shows, too. And I definitely feel nostalgic for them. So, yeah, underrated completely. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about all of these shows getting remade. Or, like,
0: rebooted. No, so, some of the
1: remakes are terrible. Yeah. So, I mean... Dude. I, I've heard that 90s show is pretty good. I've heard that 90s show is pretty good. but Then again, that also does still have like some of the, uh, the other cast. I've heard like the new kids are like okay. Like they're not great, but they're not like horrible either. Cobra Kai, I think, is one of those reboots that actually like worked and keeps the same feel from like the original. I mean, granted, those were based off movies and now it's a show. Yeah. But I feel like that is one of them that actually like worked 100%. And actually like belongs for sure. Right easily. And now and now that I've heard now that the strike is over, now they're back to filming season six for Cobra Kai. I already filmed they filmed the first episode before the strike happened. And now they're back to filming however long the last season is, like ten episodes probably again. Which I think it should be longer personally. Like
0: give it like twelve or thirteen episodes, but that's just me. All right. So that was the last one. So we're going to move on to the final segment, which is fill in the blank. All right, and now a segment that just confirms that we are terrible people. This is fill in the blank. Cards Against Humanity. Okay. After four platinum albums and three Grammys, it's time to get back to my roots, to what inspired me to make music in the first place, blank. I got to think of something here. Yeah, you, you fill in the blank. Repeat it. After four platinum albums and three Grammys, it's time to get back to my roots, to what inspired me to make music in the first place. Blank. Mm. A Cracker Barrel rocking chair. Is that, the, <laughs> is that just your fill in the blank, or...? Yeah, both of us fill in the blank. That's this whole uh,
1: segment. Um,
0: dude's never What been inspired on me.
1: Uh, blowing into soda bottles.
0: Sean's blowing not good into at this.
1: No, I'm not. I'm also. It's also late, and that's not really my strong suit.
0: It's late, and Sean's brain is mush, <laughs> so that's where we're going. Um, if you can't be with the one you love, love blank. Love the one you want to be with. Just love them
1: anyways. Just love them
0: anyways. <laughs> just fucking be like Patrick. Just opens the uh, the Fucking, when they're selling chocolate, opens the door. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Just, just love them anyways. You know what? Whatever. Um, if you can't be with the one you love, love literally anything else. I mean, yeah. Okay. White people like blank. White people. (laughs) That's not really a joke. That's just straight up facts. I was going to say seasonless chicken.
1: (laughs) No. I like mine more. White people like white people. (laughs) That's just true.
0: Okay. Blank. It's a trap. Taxes.
1: Mm. My significant other.
0: No. Oh! <laughs> All right. Fun tip: When your man asks you to go down on him, try surprising him with blank instead.
1: Going up on him.
0: Oh. <laughs> You'll definitely surprise them. Yes, you will. Um, when when your man asks you to go down on him, try surprising him with. Um, Divorce Papers. Eh, fair enough.
1: <laughs> See, since the first one, mine have been better.
0: They're slowly starting to get better.
1: It's now I'm just there... at my
0: tired, sarcastic self. It's too bad there's only four cards left. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Check me out, yo. I call this move blank. Racism.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I call this move
0: sexual assault. Okay, that's not going to be a TikTok. Uh, Did I say that out <laughs> loud? Yep. Um, blank. Kid tested. Mother approved. We'd say that again. Blank. Kid tested. Mother approved.
1: Sucks. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was...
1: Nah, not sucks. No, no, not sucks. We'll take that back. Mother Jag approved. Geez. Mother, if it's mother approved, kid tested mother approved, breast milk. Okay. Uh, hey, you tested on babies,
0: and it's good enough for mothers. So there you go. All right. Uh, I got two more. Uh, what's there a ton of in heaven?
1: Uh, there's a ton of heaven. in Heaven. You can't really make that funny. Well. Can't really make it funny. There's...
0: It's heaven. What is there a ton of in heaven? Uh, roadkill deer. That is just. Uh, it's uh, also true. That's just depressing. Mm. Last one. Now imagine this. Is I want to take this in a certain way. Imagine me with like one of those like fucking bells. Okay. Like the, like
1: you see like the sidewalk Santa thing.
0: Like a fucking like Revolutionary War courier. Like make an announcement in a square.
1: Uh, The square. That's square, square. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I can picture you.
0: This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but with blank. Not with a bang. COVID
1: 2.0. Haha, uh-huh, so funny. Um,
0: well, I mean, my other one was not with a bang, but actually a bang.
1: Bane and your mom.
0: Not with a bang, but bane in your mouth. Okay. Alright, well, Sean, <laughs> that was the last card. So that means you finally made it through the entire episode. We're not complaining about any bullshit this week because Sean's got nothing to complain about. So Yeah, that's a first. That's weird. <laughs> so with that, we say goodbye for now. Wash your fucking hands. Robert's not here, so that means I've sent him to go wash someone's hands um, Sean anything you want to say before we head out Uh, have a good night guys thanks for
1: listening it's probably the most boring episode I've been on this
0: episode's going to have one listener anyway <laughs> uh, and it's going to be Sean <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know about that first five minutes uh, <laughs> anyways say goodbye for now and we'll see you next week